Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear Knowlton. Happy birthday to me. And that is the voice of our special co-host on this, his 10th birthday. Happy birthday, Knowlton. Yeah, he's the same guy that was on about this time last year. And he was on last year at this time because his school got out for the summer. And guess what? Because of the pandemic, this is his last day of school. So you mix in your 10th birthday and getting out of school that's quite a celebration, and Knowlton's going to be joining me right here for the next two hours on the Y'all Show. Hello, I'm John Rawl. I happen to know this guy, Knowlton, and we're going to have a good time going through the headlines across mm-hmm. the southeast. We've got some college sports talk to get to in the next segment. Knowlton's going to help me out with that. We're going to rewind later this hour to Jenna Sims' interview from Monday. She's the Sharknado actress and the Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader actress. Also happens to be the girlfriend of one Brooks Kepka. Does that name sound familiar to you, Nolt? Yep. Who is Brooks Kepka? Golfer. He's a very good golfer. Two-time PGA two, PGA champion, the championship winner, and two-time U.S. Open winner. So he's won four majors in his career. The Florida native and former FSU golfer. He's gonna. He, he's got his girlfriend Jenna, who just cut his hair the other day during this coronavirus and we'll have some of that conversation coming up in our icymi do you know what that stands for nope in case y'all missed it (laughs) and we had it on monday and i think you missed it my guess is you were probably in school when that segment aired (laughs) so we're gonna have our rewind back to georgia girl jenna sims coming up later this hour when we go to hour number two today nolt and everybody out here and y'all land we're gonna have our friday free for y'all a song called party crowd have you ever heard of that one think yeah a song by david lee murphy yeah and that is the song that's going to kick off our final hour on our final hour of this week's celebration of the y'all show and then since it is nolton's 10th birthday today we have it's not exactly the birthday song that everybody knows but it's about as close as we could pull up here and it has a connection to our special someone here on his 10th birthday because these two have something in common no it's not the hair and no it's not the money they both were born in Mississippi. We're going to go to Conway Twitty's 1979 number one, Happy Birthday, Darling. And we're going to be singing that I'm one. I'm not a girl. I know you're not a girl, but this is about as close as we could find. And we're going to play that song for you and all the darlings out there. Now, why am I playing Conway Twitty? Not just because it's his fellow Mississippian's birthday today, but also because it's a great segue for the next segment we normally have hashtag hullabaloo on our friday end of the week show but we're going to do something a little different here in our hashtag hullabaloo this guy across from me right now mr knowlton thinks of himself as a funny guy he is a fun guy and and he's got a joke he's got a whole list of jokes that he's made up and we're going to kind of go through some of these things and you're going to have a chance to see and evaluate Knowlton, his debut as a comedian right here on the y'all show friday edition and we've got a conway twitty joke that's going to be in that mix so i know you're dying to tell us your conway twitty joke you're just going to have to wait until hour number two and then i've seen your work you've been working hard on these jokes you're are you a funny guy maybe maybe i think maybe not i think you You never know well we'll let the audience be the judge i think i think you're pretty funny and 
And again, I didn't help him on these. We'll we'll find out how well he's done with his his jokes here. And it's going to be a fun thing to kind of wind down our Friday end of the week edition. And then we'll wrap up the y'all show today. Believe it or not, we have at least one new movie hitting theaters today. We'll tell you about that. Also, the NFL announced its 2020 football schedule on Thursday. We'll tell you some of the opponents and who they're going up against here in the fall, assuming the season does happening. Uh, does happen. Are you ready for some football, Nolton? Monday night football and football. <laughs> SNF, Monday night, Thursday night, any of that football. We're we're tired of seeing repeats on television right now and of, of yep. all these other sports. So, yeah, we'll have some football stuff to pass along. NASCAR is going to get going here in a few days. We'll tell you about that schedule and so much more as we wrap up the Y'all Show in hour number two. If you want to connect us here on the show that's all about the South, our number is 803-816-1170. Also, you can find us on our website, y'all.com. It's the ultimate guide to the South. And you can be 10 years old or you can be 110 years old and go on to y'all.com and find great information. And Knowlton, I know you've been on there before and looked at some of the stories. And in addition to the great stories that you'll find at y'all.com, there's a show called The Y'all Show put up there. Maybe. No, there's no doubt about it. You'll see The Y'all Show. This This is called The All Show, not The Y'all Show. The All Y'all Show is what it is. And we've got... We've got a chance for everybody to go there. It's free of charge and learn about the South. And you'll be just amazed at the content available at y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South. And, of course, don't forget that the Y'all Show is on Facebook at Y'all Magazine and y'all.com on Facebook. Let's start out with some news headlines before we shift over to some college sports happenings here on the end of the week celebration of the Y'all Show. Nolton, I know that in the past you and I have made our way down to the panhandle of Florida around Pensacola and Destin, and right now this week they're having a hard time there in the panhandle of Florida as wildfires have forced hundreds to evacuate just outside Pensacola. In fact, Interstate 10 right there on the panhandle has actually had to close as some 1,600 people have been forced to evacuate after these wildfires burned several homes and left a portion of I-10 closed Thursday, all because of heavy smoke. One of the blazes this week broke out in Santa Rosa County, and it ended up being named the Five Mile Swamp Fire after a prescribed burn by a private contractor got out of control. That, according to the Florida Agricultural Commissioner, Nikki Freed, and the threat is far from over and there is no rain forecasted. Freed said she asked residents to stay alert and be ready to have wildfire impacting their neighborhood. Some scary images coming down. And I know many of you have gone to the Pensacola area through the years and maybe looking forward to going there right now, trying to get out of your state and going to the Panhandle, a very tourist-friendly area. And it's a rough going right now. Again, as I said, I-10, not because of the fire as much as it was just the heavy smoke having to be shut down for a period on Thursday. Multiple buildings there in that area have been lost in this 2,000-acre fire, and it's just an ugly scene. We wish everybody the best here. All this, again, in the Pensacola area, more toward the east. Be on the lookout if you're heading that way, and check out the Florida Department of Agriculture website for the latest on this developing story. Now, North Carolina today is beginning a phase one reopening, but stay-at-home orders are in effect after the Governor Roy Cooper has made the announcement there that there's going to be this three-phased approach to reinvigorate North Carolina's economy. 
The governor said a revised stay-at-home order will remain in place. Barbershops and hair salons must be closed in North Carolina. Restaurants cannot begin sitting people in their dining rooms just yet. As the governor said, we have to keep taking precautions to keep people safe. But at the same time, we know we can't stay at home forever. That means during this phase one, people are permitted to leave home for commercial activity and some non-essential businesses can reopen. Face coverings are strongly encouraged when in public but are not required. Knowlton, let me get your take. As a 10-year-old, you're going through your first pandemic. I'm not 10 years old. I'm going through my first pandemic here on the Y'all Show and right now in this point of time. You and I were together earlier in the week, and I did the first thing I ever did. I, I put on a face mask, and I went into at least one restaurant and one store. You did the same thing. W- what did you make of that? What was it like to put on a face mask and go in a store? Not really scary or anything like you expect me to say. You thought it might be scary, but it wasn't scary? No. Was it uncomfortable? Mm, Not really. Not really. Okay. I I thought it was a little bit weird. I mean, you're not used to wearing face masks and and things on your face. And I had to wear that. And I felt like I was being smothered at a portion of time, which was an overreaction on my part. Um I'm glad I did it. In fact, we went to a grocery store, and, and and most people in there were wearing face coverings. I'm looking forward to the day we don't have to do this kind of silliness, but I saw a graphic. It could be completely fake news, but I saw a graphic where if, if a person has the coronavirus and they're wearing a, a, a face covering and someone who is not showing signs and doesn't have the coronavirus and they're wearing a face covering, there's roughly a five percent chance that they can contract the coronavirus if both people are wearing face masks now if both people are wearing face masks and one of them doesn't have the coronavirus and maybe asymptomatic or something like that the odds are even lower in that case so it's just a smart thing to do that's why people are really making that big effort to if we're going to start letting people get up and start making their lives a little bit like they used to be then if if the worst thing we've got to do is wear something around our not just our mouth you got to put it over your nose too and help control this virus and get us back to some kind of normality that would be a very good thing and so you survived you survived right yeah okay good i know you survived because i was with you now i'm here right now you are here right now i do want to talk about it while this might be a good chance to bring this up as we don't often have brand new 10 year olds on our show today again is his 10th birthday may 8th congratulations you have just gone through like millions and millions of southern school children over these last almost two months virtual school what was that like did it get better and today evidently is your last day of that your school system essentially is saying we're just going to head and end it right now where normally you would have been going to school for about two or three more weeks. What was that like? Did, did it take a while to learn? Do you feel like you got uh, ripped off when it came to an education going virtual these last six weeks? Well, yeah, sometimes I wanted to make you do extra stuff. Oh, really? Like what? Extra. What'd you have to do? Like this thing called Google Drive. Google Drive. Oh, Lord. It sounds horrible. What, what, what kind of stuff did you have to do? Like they had like a like a bunch of folders and pretty much if we were just at school 
regular where you have to do less work and good enough work that I can get A's. Okay. Did you make A's? Well, we don't really have tests online. So you haven't had a test in these last two months because everything was virtual. You've not had tests. And I think your state also announced that they weren't going to have state testing. Isn't that something that's normally done right at the end of the school year? Your state offers all these tests you have to take? Well, just one big test that you... One big test? Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen this year? Mm-hmm. I had my first experience last year. Yeah. It was a little stressful. I know they... And might... I got the best thing you can get on it. Oh. Did you get an A+. plus? Well, there's a thing called... Wait. What's it called? Well, what we did, like, didn't really have A+, plus, but, like, all of our other other assign- assignments had them, but, like, it would go one to five, and, like, last year it would be, like, three, four, and five, you could pass, but this year, if we did have it, I would have to make another five, because I made it last, the year before. Okay. But they, that, that, again, is a statewide test that most kids take in their respective states around the same time. Most states kind of have pushed those things back, and you don't have to be worried about that right now. You've got cousins in other states. They've also had to do some virtual learning. Do you know if they did things different from how you were doing it? Did they also do it via Zoom? Do you know? Probably, because most people these days and our new days are using Zoom. Mm-hmm. And I never heard of it until <laughs> the we, pandemic. <laughs> yep. Maybe it should be called Pandemic Zoom. Yeah, it, that's a good pandemic name. video. I'm sure you can make a joke out of that. Remember, Nolton's going to be on with us next hour as well, and we're going to have about on a 15 Zoom. minute comedy routine coming from this youngster, the redheaded terror. He's going to be on with us, Conan Junior. How am I scary? I didn't say you were scary. You're just I'm a terror. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're funny. You're a funny guy. And and so we're. I think you're funny. Maybe you'll get booed off the stage here in the second hour. But <laughs> so you and and congratulations. This is something that yours truly never had to put up with in fourth grade or whatever grade, having to essentially get shut out of going to school, and then your parents having to, and everybody's parents having to essentially readjust their schedules. People had to stay at home when they didn't expect to because they had kids. Or they were forced to stay at home anyway with their jobs. It's just been something you could not have had any kind of idea that this would have happened when 2020 arrived just a couple of months ago. All right, continuing some of the headlines across the southeast. Hey, I know that in some of your southern states, things have been shut down. Things will continue to be shut down to some degree. North Carolina, as we said, opening things up a little bit here starting today. Georgia, they were the first state in the deep south, if you will, that essentially lifted some of the restrictions. And the state of Georgia saw 63,000 more out-of-state visitors per day in the first week of reopening, according to smartphone data. Do you know these smartphones? That's one reason we don't have a smartphone for you, youngster. Those things kind of keep up with where you are. How would you like somebody to always know where you are? That could be creepy unless it's my parents. Yeah. Well, I doubt. One of these days, you don't want your parents to know where you are. That that one, that one of these days is going to be here quicker than you might think there. If you don't believe me, go ask any teenager. Yeah, it's probably 2025 already. <laughs> and they don't want to have that. This analysis was conducted by the University of Maryland's Transportation Institute, 
and it drew from near real-time data collected through the use of location-based apps. In the week after George began its first phase of reopenings back on April 24th, an average of 546,000 people visited Georgia per day, mostly from adjacent states where the lockdown measures remained in place at the time. So if you're, let's say, just outside of the Georgia line in the state of Tennessee, let's say in Chattanooga, right there on the Georgia line, you could essentially scoot over that state line and go over to Dalton or other places there right on the state line and do your shopping and go into Georgia. And that would help bring a lot of people into the state of Georgia. About 92% of daily visitors to Georgia came from Alabama, South Carolina, Tennessee, and the state of Florida. No, Mississippi wouldn't go to Georgia. They would be hanging out in Alabama first if I had to take a wild guess. But that's just an idea. People, people, Knowlton, have been sick and tired of being stuck at home. Literally sick. And they've been waiting to get back in their routine. And Georgia allow people to go there and spend money and go to restaurants and things like that. And therefore, people took advantage of that, especially if they lived in the areas around the state of Georgia. Hey, this news out of Washington on Thursday, the Justice Department dropping Michael Flynn's Trump-Russia case. That's not quite so surprising, as this general, again, part of the Trump administration, way back back in the beginning days of the Trump administration in 2017, who lied to the vice president and ended up being fired, ultimately being prosecuted by the Justice Department. And now, Attorney General Barr, he's abandoning the prosecution that became a rallying cry for the president and his supporters in attacking the FBI's Trump-Russia investigation. And Michael Flynn looks like he's going to be able to walk away. That's probably, I know I saw some of the liberal people that I know on Facebook going off on Michael Flynn. What's worse, for the Justice Department to drop the case or for President Trump to pardon Flynn? I don't know on that one. But right now, it looks like Flynn's going to get away. He just needs the general, it is, to keep his son quiet. You don't know this, Nalton, but General Flynn had a son even before he got in the Trump administration while he was working with President Trump as a candidate who went on social media and said a lot of dumb things. And that's why you don't ever need to say dumb things period but you sure don't need to say dumb things on something called twitter and instagram and facebook you know why because those things will be easily found by others the whole world can see when you say or do dumb things on social media that's why you don't need to do it sound good okay okay all right okay how about illegal border crossings that's something that we've all heard about especially with the U.S.-Mexico border, right? Well, there are actually... Build the wall. Yeah. (laughs) There's actually a lot of illegal crossings going on, Norton, between the U.S. and Canada. Northern border border crossings are on the rise. Many of those are Mexicans in Canada who are ultimately trying to get back to Mexico. But yes, the Customs and Border Protection, their statistics obtained this week show that there's about 446 of the 1,586 illegal crossers were Mexican. That between Maine to Washington, the Canadian border. So, yeah, the wall may need to go up even bigger between the U.S. and Canada, Knowlton. Build the wall. Is it going to be bigger than China's? I don't know. China's walls, is it's, it's kind of old. I think it's very old. I don't know the exact right 
but I'm I'm, pr- I'm impressed that you know that there. Hey, let's talk a little Washington politics here, courtesy of North Carolina. Louis DeJoy of Greensboro, North Carolina. He's a close friend of President Trump, and he's now been the unanimous pick of the U.S. Postal Service's Board of Governors to be the next Postmaster General, as he's been a big Republican fundraiser and prolific political donor from North Carolina. He's expected to begin the job in the middle of June, and he succeeds Megan Brennan. She became the first female Postmaster General back in 2015, and she's announced her retirement plans for later in the year. DeJoy is a retired logistics company CEO and had been heavily involved in fundraising for the Republican National Convention that's going to be taking place in Charlotte if it does happen there in August. Remember, there's been talk here lately of President Trump. He's been kind of bashing the Postal Service as it's now threatening to eh, maybe go out of business. So, Nolte, if the Postal Service goes out of business, I won't be able to send you nice, sweet little birthday cards. Or you could if you just came by. I could come by, but boy, that 50-cent stamp on a card sending your way sure saves me a lot of time and money. And Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to give you these things in person. President Trump has his vice president. You know who the vice president of the United States is? Mike Pence. Very good. President Trump's pick for VP Mike Pence in the news this week, as he says that a recent citation for a small church service was, quote, beyond the pale. This happened in the Commonwealth of Virginia, as a pastor of this Virginia church has been issued a criminal citation for having 16 people present at a Palm Sunday service that authorities claim violated the state of Virginia's coronavirus Restrictions, And this is in Chincoteague. We actually told you about this story. Quit making sounds. This story comes to us from the Lighthouse Fellowship Church in Chincoteague in the, I guess, eastern shore of Virginia. And the governor, Ralph Northam, he has a lawsuit filed against him after the church pastor was cited last month. Speaking on the Brian Kilmeade show on Fox Radio this week, Vice President Pence, who heads the Washington, the White House Coronavirus Task Force, said he agreed with the DOJ's decision to file a statement of interest supporting the church here in this case. And that's another thing that Knowlton, you and a lot of other people, boys and girls and men and women alike, in the last six weeks, we've actually had to do things different when it came to going to church. And I think I've seen you go to a church virtually. Did you pay more attention when you watched it on television as you would sitting there in a church pew? It's probably the same. Probably the same. Did you pay attention? I didn't have to pay any money to pay attention. <laughs> so you, when you go to church and you do the offering thing, you you better be paying more attention. Is that what you're trying to say? Makes sense. When you got, I guess, when I you got know, skin in the, the, it's the same. When you got skin in the game, as they say, you're may, maybe more likely to to pay more attention. You know what I've done, and I'm not bragging, but I'm going to brag here. I've actually given more money to to church in the last six weeks than I normally would, and and the churches I gave money to, I'm not even a member of. I just happened to watch their virtual service, and maybe I was paying a little bit more attention. They made a very direct call. To give virtually. They, they said, look right here in the corner. There's a link you can click here and you can give. And frankly, I felt sorry for these churches. I felt sorry for churches and a lot of businesses out here. They, if a church doesn't have 500 people coming in there passing an offering plate around, it's hard to tithe when you don't have people in the audience, in the congregation. So let's keep that in mind, especially 
let's let's try to make sure when churches do get back up and going real soon that we make up the difference if you've been holding back on that offering plate let's give big time when we get back into church that's just my friendly advice to you el dorado arkansas that's been the home of the murphy oil company if you've ever been to walmart and gotten gas at a walmart chances are you're getting gas courtesy of the murphy oil corporation well because of the slowdown of the oil and gas industry and more murphy oil company they've announced they're closing their el dorado arkansas headquarters that's right on the louisiana line by the way and they're moving it to houston texas where they already have an existing office and as a result of this 80 employees in el dorado will be either transferred or lose their jobs and another office in canada that employs 110 employees of the murphy oil corporation will also be shuttered this decision coming after murphy said it made other cuts including halving the capital expenditures lowering the company's dividend and reducing executive salaries so an arkansas to texas move there in the oil and gas industry and lastly do you know nolton here a little trivia question which president was known as old hickory hmm I totally don't know. It's called Andrew Jackson. <laughs> hey, and what dollar is he on the face of? Two, zero. That's right, a $20 bill, Andrew Jackson. Hey, did you realize that his plantation east of Nashville is called the Hermitage? And this week, Hermitage. there was this awful storm system that worked its way across this middle Tennessee area. Another bad storm system. In fact, it was called a... The ratio is the technical term, a straight-line wind phenomenon that went on. And as a result of this storm system that went through Nashville and the Middle Tennessee area on Sunday, unfortunately, it looks like the Hermitage property, home of Andrew Jackson, had a lot of their older trees go down there at the Hermitage Mansion. It looks like almost a dozen or so trees down and it's just been actually i'm sorry more than a hundred trees that's a big difference there more than a hundred trees right there in the hermitage community of nashville andrew jackson's plantation home a hundred trees either down or damaged after this past weekend storm there a very very unfortunate scene there in middle tennessee some of those trees include sycamore and black cherry trees that have been on the property for about a hundred years and we're part of the Hermitage Arboretum, and or Arboretum, whatever that term is used for. The Hermitage, of course, a property that goes back to the 1840s and 50s. You have a lot of cedars there. I'm not sure if any of the trees date to the time that Andrew Jackson lived there. His birthday, by the way, was March 15th, and they've been shut down there because of the pandemic for quite some time. Even a president candidate, presidential candidate, I think he was not president yet. He may have been president. In fact, now that I think about it, he was president. <laughs> Donald Trump went there, I think, in his first year in office and toured the Hermitage before he had a big rally in Nashville. So all the best. It's hard to replace a, a tree. When a tree goes down, oftentimes it's just not the same. And our thoughts there to the Hermitage in Middle Tennessee. And that wraps up our quick look at what's going on news-wise when we come back after the break. Hang on with Knowlton and me. We're going to get over to some college sports happenings, some football stories, some college basketball stories, a new coach for the East Tennessee State Buccaneers. We'll tell you about that and some Clemson football recruiting news, all as part of our college sports spotlight as the Y'all Show Weekend Edition continues. 
Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. I've always wanted to learn another language, but every time I try, it never sticks. So I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and it starts with simple words and phrases. And soon, you're putting those words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words I'm struggling with so I can practice them and get better. I chose Babbel because it was created by real language teachers. They built it around real life, how people actually communicate, and what they care about. I can't wait to use my new language skills in the real world. Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> With Babbel, get conversational in Spanish, French, German, and more. It just takes 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com or download the Babbel app and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. The Oklahoma Sooners, your defending Big 12 champions. This is the Y'all Show, our Getting the Weekend Going event here. And we have a special co-host. Knowlton is with us. It's his 10th birthday today. It's also, what's more important to you? The fact that today is your 10th birthday or today's your last day of going to school. Which is more important? Mm. Tough one, huh? Nope. It's fun day. It's fun day. Friday fun day. Yes. You didn't, you didn't You didn't answer my question. What I are know. You? I'm about to answer it. Okay. It's called my birthday. Okay. That's more important than getting out of school? Probably. Okay. Because it's usually fun at school. Well, speaking of fun and this youngster, join us in hour number two. He's going to be on and he's going to have the debut of the Knowlton Fun Time. Yay. He's got some jokes that he's pinned and we're going to have some fun talking with him as part of our hashtag Hullabaloo. That is coming up in hour two. But right now on the Y'all Show, it's some college sports headlines. And the Oklahoma Sooners and the rest of the Big 12 football members, they're going to do the Big 12 football media days this year uh, virtually, all because 
of the pandemic. Originally, this was set for July 20th and 21st at AT&T Stadium there in Arlington. And now they're canceling this football media days as this change is going to keep them from going to the Metroplex. And unfortunately, it looks like other schools and other conferences are pulling off similar deals. The AAC, the MAC, the Mountain West, and the Conference USA have already announced their football media days will take place also virtually this summer. No word yet on the SEC. The SEC, by the way, is scheduled to have its media days in Atlanta July 13th through the 16th. The ACC is July 22nd through the 23rd in the Queen City of Charlotte. The Sun Belt, July 28th and 29th in the Big Easy. And as of right now, in-person media days are scheduled, but certainly could be shelved. I think they're all going to go virtual. Frankly, if you know anything about the way these media days are now, it's just a show. These schools fly in their coaching players for a couple hours, and they fly them right back to their respective campuses. And all that can be done virtually, and it's just a big waste of money. I think they need to have it, but I would say virtually is probably just fine. The real reason they have them more now than ever is the fact that your ESPNs of the world get all these coaches into a room and do little promos and end up making shows and things like that during the time that they're all in one happy place at least for a couple of hours a former sec coach now in the big 10 james franklin of penn state says that conferences should play even without all members that coming from state college in pennsylvania as james franklin said as he told reporters this week that if a majority of schools within a conference want to play college football, they should, even if coronavirus restrictions prevent a few other teams within the same league from returning. Franklin said he expects a way inconsistent return across the Power Five conferences because of the varying state restrictions and reopening plans. And he said, I can't imagine that right now we're all going to open at the same time. If the SEC, for example, opens up a month earlier than the Big Ten and the Big Ten is able to open up and 12 of the 14 schools, if two schools can't open, I don't see a conference, any conference, penalizing 80% or 75% of the schools because 25% of them can't open. Knowlton, are we going to have college football in the fall of 2020? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Are we going to have 12 regular season games? Do you think it will be cut back a little? Well, if you know the NCAA... They're going to probably try to be like everybody else and be safe. So they're probably going to do all conference. But, I mean, they should let teams that want to play play and teams that don't want to play play. And so, like, they barely even have any teams. They could just have two different conferences. Mm-hmm. Good point there. Greg Sankey, do you know who that is? Yep, commissioner of the SEC. <laughs> He's not looking at my computer screen here. I'm impressed you know that. Greg Sankey says that he does not have a time for he does not have time for hypotheticals. Do you know what hypotheticals are? Part of it. It means making up stuff without knowing. Let's say hypothetically, Knowlton is going to be a doctor one day. Why even what? why even think about it if we don't know? And Greg Sankey says he ain't got time for hypotheticals. And right now, any what-if question these days is met with a stone wall of an answer from the commissioner. He says that uh, they are driving him crazy, essentially, these hypotheticals. And so he says that right now part of his job is to 
make sure that it is as as much as they possibly can in the Southeastern Conference, they're going to have a football season in 2020. More to be determined on that front. Let's talk some basketball. Alabama is going to get a transfer in from. Well, actually, let's let's talk about a game featuring Alabama and Clemson and a couple of other teams going on in December. The SEC championship game scheduled, I think, around December 5th at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in downtown Atlanta. And the very next weekend, Knowlton, if you don't have plans, you need to make your way to that area because there's going to be eight college basketball teams descending upon Atlanta for a, a series of four games. you got Alabama and Clemson going off, not on the gridiron, but on the basketball court. Also, you're going to have Mississippi State and a team that possibly could have won the national championship this past year, a team in the top five in the final poll, a team that came out of nowhere. Do you know what team I'm talking about? Hmm. Maybe a team called Bubba Baylor? No, not Baylor. Baylor was good. But San the, Diego State? No, they were good, too, this year. Another I, can, I think I can get it. Okay. You got one Dayton? more. Dayton, you're right. The Dayton Flyers. Wait, what? They're Dayton? Yeah, Dayton. Dayton, I think, was in the top fan. They're dating? They're, they're not going to be Dayton, Mississippi Dayton. State. They're playing the Bulldogs if this thing goes off Why on is December. Why Mississippi State in here? Well, they're just having a bunch of teams go to Atlanta for a basketball, day of basketball there. MSU, Dayton, Alabama, Clemson. The LSU Tigers will be taking on the Bulls of South Florida. And then, how about this one, Knowlton? Tigers versus Tigers. Penny Hardaway and the Wait. Memphis Tigers and Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tigers. All at State Farm Arena. This is part of a event going on again the weekend following Mercedes-Benz Stadium hosting the SEC Championship. And this is going to be right across the street at State Farm Arena, home of the... Atlanta Hawks. That's right. Maybe. Or it could be Phillips Arena. Yeah. Last year, Alabama had a 16-15 and 15 record before they got shut down at the SEC Tournament. Probably weren't going to make it into a postseason berth, at least for the big dance. Clemson also was a 16-15 and 15 team last year. And they, they had... beat North Carolina. They did beat North Carolina. I think they even beat Duke, I think, in regular season play. that That's not totally surprising, but Clemson really had some awful losses in the last couple of weeks of the season, and that ended their chances of going to the big dance, maybe to the NIT. ETSU out of the Southern Conference has promoted Jason Shade to replace Steve Forbes. Forbes heading over to Winston-Salem to be the new head basketball coach of the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. As Coach Shea was an assistant on Forbes staff at ETSU for the past five seasons, the Bucks out of the SoCon going 130-43 and 43 during the time, the program's best record over a five-year stretch in ETSU school history. Again, the new coach of the East Tennessee State Bucks, Jason Shea. NC State is going to lose a four-star basketball signee to the NBA draft, Josh Hall. He's going to sign with an agent and enter the 2020 NBA draft, and that's not good news for the pack, as this guy could have really announced or if he had come through with his decision to play out of Durham, North Carolina's Moravian Prep. He would have been a big addition for the Wolfpack there on Tobacco Road, but he's going to, looks like, head to the NBA. And lastly, some college basketball recruiting. The Clemson Tigers with a big pickup. Will Shipley, the number one all-purpose back in the 2021 class, has committed to Dabo and the Clemson 
Tigers. And he is from Weddington High School in Matthews, North Carolina. And again, the number one player out of the state of North Carolina, the top all-purpose prospect, the number 24 overall recruit in the next recruiting cycle. And a tremendous, tremendous force, an all-purpose back, Will Shipley, Clemson, Tiger Town bound, and Dabo and the Tigers continuing to reload and improve. And that's a quick look at what's going on sports-wise. Knowlton's excited. We're excited. And you know what? Knowlton, we're going to shift over in the next segment, and we're going to talk to a beautiful actress who is a native of Barrow County, Georgia, where you'll find Winder and Brazelton, Georgia. Her name is Jenna Sims, and she's been in Sharknado, Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader, and more. And we're going to have a rewind back to Monday when she was on our show and talked about her various film roles and the recent haircut she gave her boyfriend, Brooks Kepka of the PGA Tour. All that is coming up in our ICYMI, and that's coming up next, in case y'all missed it. I've always wanted to learn another language, so I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and soon you're putting words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. I can't wait to use my Spanish skills in real life. Dos cervezas, por favor. (laughs) Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com or download the Babbel app. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. Maybe it's occasional constipation. Maybe it's not. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Maybe it's not occasional constipation. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit linzess.com, sponsored by Allergan and Ironwood. Wrapping up this first hour of the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent, it's John and Knowlton, and we're having fun here on the show that's all about the South. We're going to rewind back to Monday. Jenna Sims was on our program, and she's the Sharknado actress, has been in various TV and film roles throughout the last 15 years, and she's a native of Winder, Georgia, and we had her on to talk about her acting and her barber skills. Yes, she recently gave a haircut to her boyfriend, Brooks Kepka. And let's go back to Monday for a portion of that fun interview 
with Jenna Sims, Georgia Peach, and talented actress in our ICYMI, in case y'all missed it. I'm lucky. He doesn't care at all. Like, he's okay. like, meh. <laughs> like, and, and, he, he laughed about it. Like, some some of my guy friends would absolutely kill me if I did that to them. But he really is just like, meh. It is what it is. I think it's hilarious, which is so good. <laughs> and to Brooks Kepka's credit, he's the one that put this out on Instagram. I don't even think you posted it. So, no, I did. I oh, did like a funny story, and I was like, "Y'all uh, pray for me. I'm about to cut his hair." Like, I, I like set it up. I did like a time lapse, and then I did a finale. Um, so, I mean, I put it out there, but not, I didn't think it would be. I didn't think it would be picked up by the news because it's mm-hmm. just my, I'm giving my boyfriend a haircut. Like, why <laughs> does that? Why was that on like you know TMZ? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, now it's on the y'all show, so I know the world is I'm paying just, attention. I'm just happy that it, I mean, a lot, everyone laughed. Like we were able to, you know, for a short amount of time, just put smiles on a few faces that probably, you know, need it at a time like this. Well, Brooks is a Florida boy. You're a Georgia girl. You grew up in Winder. That's Barra County. And that's roughly 30 minutes west of Athens. So I know that it's sort of a small town. That's just like everything else around Metro Atlanta has grown up big time. The question to you, yeah. Jenna, you you identify yourself there on your Instagram account at Jenna M. Sims as a Krispy Kreme connoisseur, and that's certainly <laughs> yes. a good Southern thing. So just how Southern is Jenna Sims? I'm very Southern. Um, <laughs> my accent might not be as strong as it used to because when I moved to Los Angeles, I took dialects training to get rid of my accent, not get rid of it, but how to just tone it down because auditioning for tv and films like you can't have a southern accent so i i learned how to speak with sort of a a natural what do they call it standard american accent and that's kind of what i'm just naturally do but if i'm around you know i'm talking to you it probably comes out or um you know my family it'll come out or anybody from the south so my accent is not as strong as it used to be um, I love, I mean, I put peanuts in my Coke. That's pretty Southern. Um, I, like that. Um, I mean, I, I'm Southern. I mean, people meet me and they're like, you're definitely Southern. I'm not so Southern. It hurts. Like, you know, I'm in the middle. Right. <laughs> you go both ways. Southern and Northern, yes. huh? Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of other Southern. It's just so natural to me. Like, you know, manners, I, you know, big on you know, chivalry and you know i write thank you cards i don't know if that's something they teach in the south but i went to etiquette school growing up i was in perfectly polished which is like cotillion sort of so i learned all my manners and my family is really really southern <laughs> taking you back to monday for our icymi in case y'all missed it and that was a brief portion of our conversation with actress jenna sims and that will wrap up our first hour of the y'all show i'm john i got nolton right here with me and nolton you better warm up your chops because when we come back after this break you got to help me sing party crowd you excited about that no comment coming from him <laughs> you don't have a choice though in the, in the in the segment after that it's time for nolton's comedy time he's going to be on stage and we can either applaud him or boo him off the stage, depending on his comedy. It's all part of our hashtag Hullabaloo Knowlton style on his 10th birthday. And also today, his beginning of the summer, officially. It's 
Summer. Summertime. Summertime. Summer, summer, yeah. Plus, we got some Conway Twitty music coming your way at the start of hour number two, and we'll let you know about what movie is hitting theaters this weekend. All part of the fun here on the show that's all about fun. This is The Y'all Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. I've always wanted to learn another language, but every time I try, it never sticks. So I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and it starts with simple words and phrases. And soon, you're putting those words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words I'm struggling with so I can practice them and get better. I chose Babbel because it was created by real language teachers. They built it around real life, how people actually communicate, and what they care about. I can't wait to use my new language skills in the real world. Dos cervezas, por favor. (laughs) With Babbel, get conversational in Spanish, French, German, and more. It just takes 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com or download the Babbel app and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. A social distancing tip. Keeping your distance from others is important in slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are some fun things to do alone. Read a book. Take a walk. Unpack your suitcase from that trip you took last September. Paint a self-portrait. Catch up on a TV series. Do a puzzle. Remember, we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. It's Knowlton, it's my birthday, and this is the Y'all Show with David Lee Murphy's Party Crow. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart, and she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming the back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Forever 
takes my truck So take my keys and lock them up tight Let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud with the smoke so thick The blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party Here we go, Norton. Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd. Standing back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick. The blues can't hang around. Happy birthday! box jumping like it just don't care if they're dancing over here. Or fighting over there, I'm making the rounds. Looking for a party crowd. Yes, it's Knowlton's 10th birthday. We're getting the weekend going all fun here. The crowd slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick. The blues can't hang around. We're hanging around though, Knowlton. With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care if they're dancing over here or fighting over there. Happy birthday, youngster, who's just turned 10 years young. And the double digits. How does that make you feel? Old. We're visiting with Knowlton here on the Y'all Show, a guy that I know a little bit. I've actually known him for 10 years. It's amazing. I knew I was one of the first people to ever get to know you, and and that's kind of a a neat thing. uh, Have you ever heard of a job evaluation? Does that sound familiar to you? Because this is a job right here. You're helping me co-host today's Y'all Show. Okay. Uh, and, and here on the Y'all Show, we have fun. And that's what we're going to do. Speaking of that, we got Knowlton coming up in the next segment. And, and I'm going to walk away from the microphone. You better be ready for this. You're going to have Knowlton's comedy time in the next segment. He's got some jokes that he's come up with. And we'll give this boy a chance to either become a hero or a zero. All that's coming up. But as I said, you're now 10 years old. And oftentimes when you have a job, Nolt, you have an evaluation after, let's say, a year on the job. You get evaluated for your job, how well you're doing. And so here on the Y'all Show, as part of what's going on here, we're going to have a couple of the typical questions that get asked when you have your performance review after working a job. In this case, you haven't been working. You've been living Okay, you've been living for 10 years. So I want to ask you, during your 10 years, kind of taking that fact that you've been alive for 10 years and, and putting it into a employment type question, what's been the greatest accomplishment during your 10 years on Earth? What's the best thing you've done? 
I don't know. I can't really. Oh, that's not an answer. You got to give me an answer. I can't think of it right now, but I guess it's living. Living? That's a good. Oh, I, I you can do really better than that. Come on now. That's terrible. That's a terrible answer. What do you hope to accomplish over the next 10 years? And stop touching that microphone. That would be one good thing to try to accomplish is not destroying our listeners' ears. What do you hope to accomplish in this next 10 years? Oh, uh, well, I guess the next 10 years I'll be going to college and. Mm-hmm. That stuff, I won't finish it because you might if you're super smart, and you know what, you better be super smart. Where do you feel there's room for you to improve? What what's something that you know you've not done good at that you can definitely get better at here in this next ten years? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty good at everything right now. Oh, Mister Confidence here. All right. Do you feel your team is working well together? The people around you are y'all together? Are you having issues with your teammates? What do you mean teammates? Your, you know, mommy, your daddy, your your cat. Is everything going well together? Is there a good chemistry? Yeah. Okay, good. All right, well, we'll let you slide. We'll give you a, a, a an approval for another 10 years. So you're going to be renewed. Congratulations. Nolden, you were born in Tupelo, Mississippi. That's not Friars Point. Friars Point is not far from Clarksdale in the Mississippi Delta. Home of Conway Twitty. It is the home of Conway Twitty, as he was born Harold Lloyd Jenkins, September 1st, 1933, in Friars Point, Mississippi. Grew up mostly across the bridge in Helena, Arkansas. We lost Conway Twitty back in 1993 at the age of 59. Conway Twitty with great songs. In fact, one of his, maybe his most famous song is going to be turned into a joke by Mr. Knowlton in the next segment. So let's remember to make sure you tell us that joke when we yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about (laughs) and we'll have that conway twitty joke to help get the knowlton humor time going in the next segment but conway twitty had a lot of great songs in 1979 one of the great conway twitty songs was called happy no wasn't hello darling it was happy birthday darling i'm impressed that you know hello darling but no Happy Birthday, Darling, a song written by Chuck Howard. It's on the album Crosswinds, and it was recorded at the Woodland Studio B in Nashville on MCA. That was the record label. And it's got Conway doing his little spoken, Hello there, darling. This is Conway. And a lot of Conway's songs back in that time period had him doing that kind of soft-spoken talking in a song. And, oh, I'm going to tell you, it was it was something special when Conway Twitty would would talk like that and then get into that great music there. Happy birthday, darling, Knowlton. I know this isn't exactly the type of content in this again Chuck Howard written song that's maybe ideal for a ten year old. It's maybe more for a someone you love, like a, a a girlfriend or boyfriend type song. But it's the best I can do for you from a song standpoint here in our hashtag Call of Blue. So it's going to be played. Happy birthday, darling. Are you okay with that? Yeah. I mean, I could bore you and sing that other happy birthday song. What, me? Uh, yeah, you know, the one you hear, the one you started this show today with. Ah, let's. You can do better than that, my boy. Here's Conway going out to Knowlton and to all our birthday darlings around the world. Having a great day. We hope you all are at a great weekend. Uh, I'm going to tell you now. It's happy birthday, darling. Mole Conway. Mole Conway Twitter. Hello, darling. Happy birthday. I've decided not to give you a present this year. In fact, I think it's about time I took some things away. 
I'd like to take away the suspicion That I know clouds your world at times By giving you some faith to hold on to, honey Whenever your hand is not in mine No fancy cake But I hope I'll make you happy With everything I take I'd like to take away some of your lonely moments By spending more of mine with you And I'd like to take away some of those so-so kisses And replace them with ones that really say I love you And I want to take away the doubt you sometimes have about my love By showing it more, much more than I've shown it lately And then if someone should ask you what I got you for your birthday Well, you can say, why, he didn't give me anything But he sure took a lot of things away Presents, no fancy cake But I hope I'll make you happy With everything I take Happy birthday, darling I have no presents, no fancy cake A number one song for Conway Twitty back in 1979. Happy birthday, darling. And that's going out to our little y'all, darling, the little general here, Knowlton, celebrating today his 10th birthday. And if that's not a big enough deal, he's getting out of school today as his school is letting everybody slide these next two weeks. They were supposed to be in school for at least two more weeks. And they're like, eh. Uh, just go ahead and, and and just go just just go and so he's going and he's going right here to the y'all show to help me co-host today's y'all show great music from conway twitty we're going to have nolton on again in the next segment nolton's going to switch over from talking about conway to talking a little humor but actually this is a perfect segue we've got some conway twitty humor we're going to tell you a joke that nolton's going to share with you in the next segment about old conway but while he was listening to Happy Birthday, Darling, I told you that Conway Twitty passed away way back in 1993, long before Facebook and long before Instagram and Knowlton. I think you came up with something amazing when it comes to social media and old Harold Jenkins. What is it? Do you know what social media thing's named after him, right? I don't. Twitter. <laughs> Conway Twitty and Twitter. At Conway Twitty, if... I wonder if he has a someone's running a Twitter account for Conway. Something good for us to look up here during the break. When we come back on the Y'all Show, Nolan's going to stay right here. He's going to put on his comedy outfit, and he's going to come right back and talk to us and make us laugh 
or else he better make us laugh. And later in the hour, we're going to wrap up today's Y'all Show and wrap up our week of Y'all with a quick look at the movie. There's one movie coming out this weekend. We'll tell you about it. And we will tell you about some NFL news as the schedule was released on Thursday and some NASCAR notes. All that as the Y'all Show getting the weekend going, continuing after this break. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. about the south welcome in to the y'all show john rawl as we keep this second hour of our end of the week celebration uh, going and we have our very special comedian now joining us here on the y'all show and that would be knowlton and knowlton is celebrating not only the end of school today his school says we're out of here everybody go have a nice couple of months off for summer but he's also celebrating today his 10th birthday and here is the big guy now on the y'all show hello nolton how are you sir good happy birthday thank you happy getting out of school thank you we asked you in the first hour which of those means more to you your birthday or getting out of school has that answer changed because you told us in hour one it was more important to have your birthday nope it hasn't so you're all about your birthday you probably expect us here at the y'all show to be showering you with a lot of gifts Am I right on that? Nobody knows where I live, so I can't. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Instead of us showering you with gifts, we want you it's here. Sad. We want you here on the Y'all Show to be showering us with some great humor and carrying over from what we just had in the previous segment, a little Conway Twitty music. We are <laughs> going to go to you for a little Conway Twitty humor. So <laughs> let's get ready. If y'all know who Conway Twitty is, the great country music star of the 70s and 80s, Here's Knowlton, and as we begin this hashtag hullabaloo segment with this guy celebrating his 10th birthday today, let's start out with a little Conway Twitty humor. Knowlton, take it away. Look at me and tell me about this joke. The Conway Twitty? Yes, sir. Shouldn't we save it for... No, let's go for it now because that's what we just played in the previous segment, his happy birthday, darling. So speaking of darling and Conway Twitty, what's your joke, sir? So Conway Twitty... 
I mean, the new preacher in town went to somebody's house. And that preacher kind of looked like Conway Twitty, right? Yep. Okay. So he goes and starts knocking on doors. Is that right? Yep. Trying to get people to come to his new church. Yep. That's kind of what I was going to say, but he never gave me a chance. You go for it, comedian. And so he, the first lady is kind of ugly. First lady at the house, ugly. Yeah. Okay. And then she says, oh my gosh, it's Conway Twitty. And she says, and he says, no, I'm the new pastor. And she says, oh. And he wanted her to come to his church on Sunday. And he wanted her to come to his church on Sunday, mm-hmm. and you don't have to keep interrupting me. All right, me. well, you go ahead, comedian. <laughs> because, well, I wasn't really going to say that. But. Go ahead. Anyways, then he went to the second house, and there was another ugly woman, and he knocked on the door, and she said, said oh, my gosh, it's gone way twitty. And, she's, and he says, no, I'm the new preacher in town. And she's, and he wants her to come to his church. And so he went knocking on the next door, and there was a pretty woman. Ooh. He says, and she said, oh, my God, it's Conway Twitty. And he said, hello, doll. <laughs> Knowlton Rawl, everybody. Sorry. That was not his original joke. We actually have some Knowlton original humor coming our way please make yourself at home there nolt uh why don't you try sitting up straight if you're going to be a comedian you got to get used to these bright lights all right all right let's get ready now for some other great humor what else you got there up your joke sleeve sir number one what music are balloons scared of what music are balloons scared of hmm let me guess country music Uh, pop music oh pop music and Uh, Okay. Everybody probably could guess that, but we'll see. Okay. Next one. Where do sheep get a haircut? Where do sheep get a haircut? Uh, Somewhere out in five seconds. I got to answer that question. Where does a sheep get a haircut? Uh, Ten seconds. I'm going to say a a barbershop. Nine. Eight. Nope. The barbershop. Oh, the barbershop. That's where a sheep gets his haircut. Hey, you and I both need to go get haircuts here on your birthday. That would be a great Christ- uh, great uh, birthday present for both of us. All right, what else you got, sir? What do you call a funny mountain? What Ten. do you call Nine. a funny mountain? Mount, Seven, mount comedy. <laughs> that would be probably a good answer, but... Huh. Mountains are hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, a funny mountain. Hilarious. I, I like that one there. Coming from, again, our 10-year-old, as of today, comedian and great southerner, Knowlton Rawl. Okay, Nolt, we're moving along with your comedy routine. If y'all think Knowlton has a career in comedy, let us know here at the Y'all Show. Feel free to tweet us or contact us here on our Facebook live feed. We would love to hear what this youngster, again, celebrating his 10th birthday today. All right, Nolt, back to you for more Knowlton comedy. Okay, here we go. When is the moon? Why? When is the moon not hungry? And this may sound weird, cause well, in real life, the moon is never hungry. Well, that's a good question, though. I've always wanted to know when is the moon? Nine. And way eight, up there in that seven, sky, when, six, oh moon, are you five, four, never hungry? Three, two. I don't know the answer. What is it? When it's a full, when it's full. Oh, that's funny. Like that is full fun. moon? I, I get it. Okay, I get it. A full moon. Yeah, if a moon is full, it wouldn't be hungry. That's 
a very good very good point there coming from Knowlton as we have him on now as part of our not only end of the school year for him but it's also his 10th birthday here on today's y'all so we're just putting him right to sleep on his big birthday okay Knowlton what else you got up there your comedy sleeve what did the calculator say what did the calculator say you're giving me a countdown yeah what are the calc well cal- calc- Sorry. What, what would a calculator say uh divide and conquer i don't know what did, what well, you help me what what would it say you know you can count on me right <laughs> a calculator would say you can you can count on me a good song going back in country music to mcbride and the ride that was the name of that artist that had that song but yeah you can count on me is a good one next you're doing pretty good so far and we're getting some good chuckles here from you what's a snake's favorite subject what is a snake's favorite subject sheesh i didn't know snakes had subject i'm i guess because they're an animal i'm gonna say biology does that make sense (laughs) yeah but it's called history oh his little little couple s's in there his history from a snake i don't like snakes i don't know if you like snakes do you like snakes okay you didn't really answer the question what else you got sir next we have well you know why leopards are bad at hide and seek right why are leopards bad at hide and seek gosh i've never really thought about it why would they is it because they are uh like you sometimes when you have some of those power aids and stuff you can't keep still and so therefore they really can't hide is is that what it is (laughs) <laughs> I can't. I almost can't keep still. It's because they're always spotted. Oh, spot. That's why they can't play hide and seek. Golly, I never would have guessed that. A leopard, darn leopards. I don't have we too don't many leopards them in America, do we? Uh, they're not in my neighborhood. I don't know okay. if they're they're in your ten year old neighborhood or I think not. They're but in Africa. They they might be there. I think they actually are also in South America. I yeah, think. Really and funny. jaguars are down there too. Oh. Let's and there's some jaguars in Duval County. Can yeah, I hear so you say it? Gonna say it. Duval. <laughs> For all of our NFL fans, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Or it could be a rival of the Jaguars. Maybe. And the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like a Panther. We're having fun here and kind of playing along with what we're doing with Knowlton here. The Jaguars have been <laughs> a little bit of a joke at times, have they not? Hmm. Yes, yeah. they have. All right, next up. But they got a good Mississippian now at QB, Mr. Minshew. What, what's your next joke, sir? Where do pencils take vacations? Oh, gosh. A number two pencil if it had to go on a vacation. Uh, where would it go? Disney World? <laughs> I don't know if they'll be, if they'd be able to get there while well, I ride the vacations because nobody would take a pencil, but they may take it to a place called Pennsylvania. Oh, pencils would take a vacation. Except the one weird thing is we got no beaches in Pennsylvania. Oh, is that right? Gosh, that that's a very good point. I hadn't thought about that. Knowlton, you are just a ball of laughs, and we're so glad to be talking to you right. here on today's Y'all Show. Happy birthday again. What's your next joke, jokester? Why is a baseball quick? Why is a baseball quick? Oh, my goodness. I I, I don't know the answer. What is it? 
Because it's a fastball. Oh, ho, 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 ho. a fastball is why baseballs <laughs> are so quick. Oh, that's just so funny. I love the humor coming from you. How long have you been working on this comedy routine? Mm, I don't know. You don't know? Oh, yeah. that's not a, that's not funny. We need to do a little <laughs> bit better on our responses from Mr. Birthday Boy. I didn't know. Okay. Well, give me another one. Do you have a cheat sheet somewhere? No. Okay. Well, what are you looking at? Nothing. Okay. Here we go. That's right. Okay. Why are jokes corny? Yes, the thing that we're talking about right now, jokes. Why are they corny? Why are jokes corny? That's and according to that guy, he doesn't really think it's funny, but maybe you do. Well, maybe let me, you let don't. Me, let me try to answer the question, Mr. Birthday Boy. Jokes are corny because I like corny jokes, frankly. I think they're rather funny, and we need some good humor, especially in the midst of the coronavirus. Good Lord, we need to have all the fun that we could possibly have, so... I don't know the answer. Where, where is the answer? Is it written down on a cue card somewhere? Where, where is the answer to why jokes are corny? Tell me. Corn. Oh. Jokes are corny because of corn? Because they come from corn. Oh. But, yeah, corn can tell you the answer. Oh, That's kind of what I was to say. Okay. A cornucopia of jokes here coming from Knowlton. I'm going to come up with my own joke here, kind of tying it more to the times that we live in. But okay. I think you've got at least one more you want to share with all y'all. So let's hear what Knowlton has to say in his kind of final shtick here on today's Y'all Show. Go ahead, sir. You want me to act like I have an accent for this? You've, if it helps with the, the delivery of your comedy routine on this hashtag hullabaloo wrapping up another week of the Y'all Show. I'm speaking in a different accent and then American. Okay. Cool. Why should you say? No, that doesn't even sound right. We're going American now. What do you say when you have a cramp? What do you say when you have a cramp? Well, I know I've had a couple of those lately, and man, are they uh, painful. I don't know if you've had any painful cramps lately, but what do you say when you have a cramp? My goodness, you got me there. I, <laughs> I don't have my medical degree, so I'm going to have to just take a guess and say, here's a good Southern term. And it, I don't think the South wants to see your naked belly there, so let's keep our shirt down. Or uh, else, nobody can see us. By the way, how about everybody watching us right now? We got matching y'all shirts here. That's kind of a neat thing. That camera can't see me. Yeah, yeah it can. You're on right now. Show them okay. your y'all on your shirt right here. Nope, wrong side. Y'all, 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 y'all. What is the answer to your question about what do you what do you say when you have a cramp? Oh gosh. Ow. Oi. What what do you say? Three, two. I don't know. Tell me, tell me. Holy cramp. Holy cramp. Okay. That he didn't say the bad word. We Hopefully, across the South, are trying to teach our 10-year-olds <laughs> proper manners, and hopefully, they're being good little boys and girls, especially when they're on their 10th birthday. This is Knowlton. We are so glad he could come on and share some of his very unique, very dry humor 
on today's y'all show. And I'm not Kathy Lee Gifford. If you go back to the days when she used to be on Regis and Kathy Lee, she always talked about her children. I think every show was about half of the show was about her child. I try not to do that here on the y'all show, but when the old boy turns 10 and he gets out of school, he wraps up his fourth grade year, we'll give him a few minutes here on the y'all show to come on and model his y'all shirt and have a good time and and have a good time with all y'all. So we appreciate you and hopefully you don't mind us promoting the boy. In fact, what you're possibly listening to and watching right now is only a portion of our entire end of the week y'all show. If you want more of Knowlton, go back into our audio archives of this particular episode and you'll be able to hear our conversation at the beginning when we went through some of the news headlines. I asked him to start today's show what it was like to go through school the last six weeks virtually. I know that had to be a challenge for not only him, but every kid out there doing something that, frankly, none of us have ever had to do, and that's to finish up a school year virtually. Unless, uh, no idea how you did it during the Cold War. On the cool? I mean, I mean, the uh, Spanish flu time. Oh, the Spanish flu time. Oddly enough, Knowlton had a great, great grandfather that passed away from the Spanish flu back in 1918. So you have a direct connection to the last pandemic here, and now his great-great-grandfather is looking down at his great-great-grandson, which, by the way, his name was John, a good first name, and it wasn't on my side. It was on his maternal side of the family. And, and nope, here's little Knowlton. You. Hopefully you'll make it through this pandemic because right now your family's batting 0 for 1 on pandemics, <laughs> to use it. A baseball terminology. Knowlton, we've hit the summertime. What what kind of big plans do you have here for this summer? What do you what do you want to do? Well, I mean we may not have to be able we may not be able to do anything during this pandemic. Have you had some fun thus far while yeah. you've been out of school? Yeah, I've been able to play. You've been able to play? Yeah. What about the kids in your neighborhood? Do you they are they gonna be okay? Have you been do you know what depression is? Yeah. Have you been depressed? Sad. Have you been sad at all throughout this time period? Well, yeah. I wish you could. I wish we could like do stuff, and it's actually kind of a little scary. That you can't do some stuff. No, th- during this pandemic, like if it kept going on and on and on. Well, let's hope it, it ends quickly. We all want to get back to some kind of normal routine if we can, but if we ever. But you're not going to have to be dealing with school. That's another reason we have you on here on today's y'all show because Knowlton is wrapping up the school year his fourth grade i assume you're going to pass so we'll all give you a little golf clap for that this is the y'all show our website y'all.com you can go there and enjoy all kinds of things about the south and we have stuff on y'all.com for kids we're not just we have stuff for kids there and we have great recipes for kids there so just because that we are in the south here on the y'all show you don't have to think that kids aren't necessarily a wall when it comes to the south so knowlton thank you so much for coming on today's y'all show it's been an absolute pleasure we hope you have a great summer and i know you're going to have a, a lot of good things planned and we can't thank you for coming on and sharing some of your great southern humor do you have any comedy legends some people who are comedians that you want to be like when you grow up one day well, one that's pretty funny we can say right now that's at least alive 
is Conan. He's probably the Conan? best that's alive right now. You're kind of a, a baby Conan. You're, you're sort of like Conan Jr. with that red hair you got or there. Robin Williams is Robin probably Williams, the best. He, he was hilarious. There's no doubt about it. He was very funny. And he should have had a Tonight Show. Yeah, well, I, I don't think... I don't think Robin Williams and The Tonight Show would have been a very good mix because he was so unpredictable. But, Knowlton, yeah. you are a funny guy. You're on the right path, and we want you to keep doing well in school. And we love your y'all shirt, and we appreciate all y'all for being with us and having Knowlton on today's show. Have a good summer, and we'll see you back here in this same spot one year from now when you're back on getting ready for fifth grade. No, it would be sixth grade at that time. Time is oh. flying by. Or if you fail, you'll be going back to fifth Or I won't even have school. Oh, now we're going to have school. Corona. We're going to have school, golly. We can't handle not year. having school. Yeah, we, we're, we better mm. darn sure have school here coming up pretty soon. All Everybody, right, thank to. you. Thank you for being on in this segment. We've got more of the Y'all Show coming right up. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. Maybe it's occasional constipation. Maybe it's not. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Maybe it's not occasional constipation. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit linzess.com, sponsored by Allergan and Ironwood. That was the biggest song in all of music last year. A song co-written by Jackson, Tennessee's own Lolo. Which, by the way, you can catch Lolo. She has her own radio show on our affiliate in West Tennessee, WTJS FM 93.1. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. And you can hear Lauren Pritchard, Lolo, with her own show on 93.1, The Talk of Jackson. And she, again, a co-writer of that Panic at the Disco song that... You hear at football stadiums, you hear it in video games, and it is one of Knowlton's favorite songs as we're celebrating Knowlton's 10th birthday. In fact, you got a chance to meet Lolo before this whole pandemic. You got your photo taken with her, 
and I know you're excited about that. So a a song that she has written, and she's done some other work with Panic at the Disco from more of the rock field. But congratulations to her, and she's got a baby on the way. Who will have a? She'll have a, a baby here before you know it, and that baby before you know it will be celebrating its tenth birthday. Nolten and I'll is probably your, be a singer. Maybe so, or is a song. Is that a boy or a girl? I don't. Or is it I don't not, know. Or is it no gender? It's going to be one or the other. I, I promise you that. <laughs> Nolton, if you're not out listening to High Hopes today, let me tell you about. You can get your hopes up that you might can see a movie on this May eighth weekend. What? As speaking of not High Hopes, but the High Note is out this weekend, <laughs> and it's got Dakota Johnson, also Bill Pullman, and Ice Cube. Have you heard of Ice Cube? You have? Okay. I mean, he's he's going back away when it comes to his music, but he's an actor as well. I know he's been on one of those TV shows. And in the high note, a superstar singer and her overworked personal assistant are presented with a choice that could alter the course of their respective careers. And this is a drama out this weekend, I'm sure in very limited form, but it's available if you have a movie theater somewhere near you open. You can check out this brand new movie. Or I can the, watch it on demand. You might can if it if it is available. That's about, that's about the only it. movie. Have you seen any of the really new movies out lately on demand? Have you watched a movie that... I, I know you and I yeah. went and saw... What what movie did we see last? Did we go see Midway? I know that we saw... Mid- too long ago. We saw Midway that was out not all that long ago. I've... I've taken well, 1918. 1918. I mean, 1919. No, it was 1918. <laughs> that's 1917. A, actually, it's called 1917, I think. Yeah, I said 1717. Did you tune in this week? Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson. They were on a recent golf match, and they raised with Peyton Manning. Is that who and it was with? Tom Brady. They raised ten million dollars for coronavirus relief as part of this Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson matchup here this week, and it was played May twenty fourth, or it's going to be played. It hadn't come up yet. The Medalist Golf Club in Hobe Sound, Florida, is where. This is going to be taking place. It's a $10 million donation to coronavirus relief efforts. Part of the plan unveiled this week is the Match Champions for Charity. Turner Sports made the announcement of the donation. And again, going toward this Tiger Woods-Phil Mickelson match. The event will also include Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. So good choice. You, you mentioned that. I thought this thing had already happened. Because I'd been to- told. Yes. Some of these golf tournaments are going on, and they're they're picking up more and more about when they're going on. I wasn't aware of this one had not already happened, but it's it's coming up soon. It's going to make a lot of money for some people in the coronavirus relief effort. Good job there. Are you ready for a little NASCAR racing, Nolt? Maybe. Okay. Well, let me tell you about NASCAR. They're getting ready to race next weekend in Darlington, South Carolina, right there in the PD. <laughs> Fox is going to broadcast next Sunday at 3.30 Eastern NASCAR Cup Series racing at Darlington Speedway. And then, just three days later, Nolt, Everybody's going to stick around Darlington. They're going to have a race on a Wednesday as the second race of this picking up the schedule for NASCAR will be on. On May 20th, another race at Darlington. That will be on Fox Sports 1. That'll be an, a prime time race there from the track Too Tough to train, Tame there. And then they'll go right up the road to Charlotte where on May 24th they'll have a race at Charlotte Motor Speedway followed by another race on May 27th 
at the CMS, the NASCAR Cup Series, and these again on Fox and Fox Sports 1. Then perhaps by Memorial Day weekend and beyond, May 31st, as of right now, NASCAR is expected to resume its schedule at the Kansas Speedway on May 31st. So if you're ready for a little rubber meets road, you might be in luck. Major League Baseball is currently trying to return to a plan and they're looking at a return to play proposal and that's expected to come out any day now and you could see baseball resuming in mid-june a season that could start maybe in early july and we'll have baseball they may not be able to play 162 games this year but some baseball is better than no baseball speaking of baseball i do believe you got a baseball gift for your 10th birthday what what was it MLB The Show. MLB The Show. And I saw you playing some of that. It looked pretty realistic. If you are dying, if you've got baseball withdrawal, a video game about baseball is maybe just about as good as anything these days. It's Hmm. pretty realistic and pretty fun. And I love the fact they have your major league teams on there, but they got your double A and triple A minor league teams and beautiful uniforms. And it seems like a lot of fun. So that's a great little birthday gift for you, courtesy of the birthday elf. All right, yes, and you're playing with bottle caps for some reason here. But it's your birthday. We'll let you get by. Hey, here's a guy that you actually had a chance to hang out with a little bit, and you've even got to play with his daughter, who's about a year younger than you. Eli Manning, the New York Giants quarterback, he is going to be taking at least a whole year off, as he said in a video conference call with the USO on Thursday, that his next role may include teaching and coaching youth football but he's not sure that he's going to be in doing anything else. He's definitely not looking to be an NFL coach. Says it takes too much time. And you're right at about the right age. How would you like to have Eli Manning coaching your youth football team? Awesome. Awesome. As I mentioned, Eli's daughter and you used to share the same Sunday school room at the church there that y'all went to. In fact, the last time I saw Eli, you know what he did for me? <laughs> What? He held the door open for me. I've got Eli Manning holding doors open for me. That's pretty good. Of course, he just spent 16 seasons being the quarterback of the New York football giants and now has retired. And I think he's hanging out mostly in Oxford, Mississippi, playing golf and being with his various children. He's got three daughters and a son. His daughter is nine, a year younger than you. And he's got these other children, including a young son, maybe a future quarterback there in the Manning family. But Eli says he's going to be away from football at least a year before he decides what his next role is going to be. The NFL on Thursday, they came out with a plan for the 2020 schedule. I can tell you, if you look at some of the Southern teams here, that in the, let's say, AFC East, where the Dolphins will be playing with Tua, they're going to be playing their games against the NFC will be the NFC West teams here this year. That's what the AFC East is going to be doing. The AFC North teams... They're going to be taking on the NFC East teams here this year. The AFC South with teams like the Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans, they'll be taking on the black and blue division of the NFC with the Vikings, Packers, and also the Bears and Lions. That's who the AFC South will be taking on. And then the AFC West, those teams will be taking on. Who who have I left out, Noel? Who are we talking about? Who were the AFC West teams? They're, they're going to be teamed up with which NFC division. If you were paying attention, I think I know. Let's see. I can already know that the South should have. I think they have the West. So AFC. 
AFC West going to take on the NFC South. So you'll have this yeah. year, for example, a team I think you may have a little bit of love for, the Panthers. They're going to be taking on the Broncos they'll play the and Broncos, the Raiders, Raiders in Charlotte, and then they'll be going on the road to at Kansas City, the defendants. SB <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Too much birthday cake there. He'll be, they'll, they'll be taking on the, the Chiefs there in KC, and they'll be going to the brand-new stadium in L.A. as they'll be visiting the Los Angeles Chargers for road game. That's and they have a chance. Like I'm trying to think. And so, yeah, I, they probably won't play the Rams there, too, if they did. But they'll also be playing from the NFC West. The Panthers will play the, um, let's see here. Trying to think who just finished worse. We're fine on that. The point is, it looks like the four out-of-conference are going to be right at the beginning of the season for all the 32 NFL teams. And that will wrap up our Y'all Show today. Knowlton, good job, sir. Thank you. appreciate the humor. Wait, 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 wait. No, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that later. But, hey, thank you for coming on the Y'all Show. You did good. Congratulations on getting out of school. You're going to make it to the fifth grade, it looks like. And... Happy birthday. Thank you. Very proud of you, and I love you. Oh, ain't that Does cute? Does that matter? Yeah, it matters. Yeah, love actually, love actually matters, believe it or not. Thank you all for putting up with our little fun here on a Friday, getting you ready for the weekend. We'll be right back here on Monday. Boy, we've got some great shows coming your way next week, and we're, we're going to announce Monday. It looks like a new virtual tour stop for the Y'all Show. It's going to be so much fun. Right here on the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. From Dixie with Love's going to get us to the weekend. Nolton, you go have yourself a darn good rest of your birthday and a darn good weekend and another great 10 years for you. All right. Y'all take care. symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. I've always wanted to learn another language, but every time I try, it never sticks. 
So I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and it starts with simple words and phrases, and soon you're putting those words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words I'm struggling with so I can practice them and get better. I chose Babbel because it was created by real language teachers. They built it around real life, how people actually communicate, and what they care about. I can't wait to use my new language skills in the real world. Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> With Babbel, get conversational in Spanish, French, German, and more. It just takes 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com or download the Babbel app and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. A social distancing tip. Keeping your distance from others is important in slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are some fun things to do alone. Read a book. Take a walk. Unpack your suitcase from that trip you took last September. Paint a self-portrait. Catch up on a TV series. Do a puzzle. Remember, we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council.